You are listening to Let's Talk Rhapsody with pencil. Be inspired, empowered to live a life of victory on a daily basis on your show of divine realities. says God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and have committed unto us the word of reconciliation. In 2 Corinthians 5 verse 19. Welcome, greetings, and welcome to your show of divine realities. This is Let's Talk Rhapsody, and my name is Pencil Rebecca, and I am your host. This is Wednesday, the 20th of January, 2021, and I'd like to welcome you to this glorious show. This On this show, we share with you daily articles from the Rhapsody of Realities devotional, and we also sh- I also get to share with you my lessons from today's article. So if you just join me, I am on see tunes and also my show is also on anchor google podcast spotify and other major platforms today i want to first acknowledge and acknowledge my man of god reverend dr chris oyakilumith i want to thank my spiritual father especially for the messenger angel and all the good works he's been doing for us our lives are continually being transformed and i'm glad today to host this show and share the gospel of the lord that i've been taught by my man of god with you as well god bless you first i would like to express my gratitude to see tunes for for giving me the chance to put my show on their glorious platform and to share the gospel with a beautiful audience like you, you and all of you. Thank you. So we want to now move over to the message for today and today's message is entitled Victories Only. If you just joined me, I'm reading from the Rhapsody of Realities devotional and this the message for today, Wednesday 20th of January is entitled Victories Only. The opening scripture is taken from Proverbs 4 verse 18. And the Bible says, But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. Hallelujah. Pastor says, In Christ we have the transcendent life. We win always. We have an ever joyous life with power over crisis and dominion over circumstances. This is our normal life in Christ. Does this mean, as Christians, we don't face challenges? He asked. He says, that's not what it means. Rather, it means irrespective of the magnitude or fierceness of the challenges we face, there is only one outcome. We win. You will have to face trials, tests, and difficulties but the word says in all these things we are more than conquerors as I said in Romans 8 verse 37 2nd Corinthians 2 verse 14 says now thanks unto God 
which always causes us to triumph in Christ. Our victory in Christ isn't sometimes, but always, irrespective of kind and place. The challenges and crises of life are for our promotion. Never be intimidated. You've already overcome them in Christ. In Christ, you have a life of peace, strength, health, and prosperity, a life of glory and power. Colossians 1 verse 27 says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ is your guarantee of a victorious and glorious life. Learn to trust in him and follow his word, putting to work in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Such a glorious message. I'd like us to move on to the confession for today. So I'd like you to say this confession boldly after me if you're listening to me. Say, I have and enjoy the transcendent life. Victories unlimited. I'm taking I'm making progress with giant strides from glory to glory. When men are cast down, I'm lifted because greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. Hallelujah. Glory. This is the message of the Lord unto us today. And I would like to share my, my lessons from this message with you. I will gladly, I'll gladly categorize this message into, um, I think, five points, five points. And the first would be mindset. I'll touch on mindset because the word is support is an information that comes to renew our mind for us to live in a particular way of life so the word is supposed to guide our steps in our life so i would like us to look at the point of mindset i believe we should always put a focus on christ of who Christ is, what he did for us. Our attention should never be on how fearful our situation is, but on how hopeless our fate was and how Christ turned it all around for his glory. So before everything that we encounter in our life, there had been a much fearful one. The much fearful one was the eternal domination that everyone was heading into, that Christ came to redeem us from. So that was like a, a, the greatest miracle ever. Our situation had never been hopeless like as it was when Jesus came to die for to die for us. So we have attained victory in Christ. So in everything that we are going through, our attention should be on Him. So we can receive peace in order to receive directions and take the right steps 
to achieving his perfect intention for every situation and every circumstance that we encounter. So first is our mindset. Our mind should be on Christ. Secondly, I'll talk I'd like to talk about faith. The act of faith um, with praises. The act of faith in praises. I believe we should celebrate our victory even before we see it. We should celebrate our victory before we see it. Believing that at the end is settled for our glory. The end has already been dealt with for our glory. When you are assured of something, you don't wait to see it before you express your joy. Imagine when the president picks up his phone and calls you and tells you that I've given you an appointment as a minister. You don't wait to see the certificate or you don't wait to see the appointment letter before you start to rejoice. You will even begin to tell your friends, people about it that they just got appointed. So this is what Christ has done for us. He has told us that victory has been given unto us. So as our faith in him, as an act of faith for him, we need to celebrate, we need to praise him for what he has done. We need to understand that Christ is the deity. He is God. And this is how we can please him. He takes he he he's he is pleased when we as we, we express our faith in him. That is how he is pleased. So we need to take time to praise God, to to praise him, to rejoice in him. To affirm that which he has said, assuring, assuring us that victory is given to us and that we believe that we have the victory. We don't need to see it before. We should never, ever, ever, I have understood, I should never, ever, ever consider defeat when I'm faced with a challenge. Because the enemy will be trying to throw in information in order to break my strength. You see, the enemy breaks us with information, and God also empowers us with information. So he's trying to use the same medium our Lord Jesus Christ used to empower us to, to bring us down. So I don't have to give him the chance. The Bible says, give no room to the devil. I don't need to give him any chance in my mind. Rejecting it, not giving any way for it. I shouldn't consider victory, no matter what it is. I shouldn't consider defeat, no matter how it looks like. The third one is trusting in God's wisdom. Trusting in God's wisdom. Believing that I have already attained victory and acting on faith and keeping my mind on Christ, I also need to understand that victory will not always look like victory when it's given unto me. Victory does not always look like victory. And that is where our faith is tested. When Christ died on the cross, it didn't look like victory, not in any way. His enemies, those who crucified him, were celebrating because they thought he was defeated. On the cross, he looked like a defeated Christ, but he was a victorious Christ. There was so much victory in his death that they didn't know about. Even his disciples were weeping. They all thought it was over, but Christ knew it was just the beginning of the new generation he was, ra- he was raising. You and I. And it didn't look like victory. 
So when I'm going through some trials and difficulties, I need to trust in the wisdom of God. And I need to know that I serve a God who will use the foolish things of this world to confound the wise, to glorify himself. So I only also need to trust in his wisdom and not judge anything with my carnal understanding. For he do not um, dwell in that realm of in the realm of the of wisdom of man no he is god and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts so in everything that i see i need to praise god i need to trust him i need to move in the path he has called me on i don't need to shift or move into the worldly way because i am seeing something that looks negative he is the kind of god that will use the foolish things to glorify himself hallelujah and I'll move to the next point, which is telling me that is a setup. The challenges, the difficulties, the crisis, they are all setups. And I need to learn to take up challenges. Why do I say that? I need to understand that there is no champion without a challenge. And as Pastor Chris has said, everything, the, the challenges are for promotion. When we look at the at the life of Joseph, at the life of Joseph, the challenges he faced brought out the great man he was. It brought out the promise, the manifestation of the promise God had given to him. So this is a setup for my manifestation. If I don't go through it, I don't manifest. We need to know that great things are not for soft things. We can't use the stone to... Nobody uses a stone to crack a paper. A paper is not meant to be cracked. It's just torn with our fingers. But when something needs to be cracked, you can't tear a glass. You can't tear down a wall. You need something heavy to break it down. You need to get a bulldozer or something to bring it down. And that is what it is. When I'm faced with challenge, I need to understand that I'm greater than that challenge. So if I run from it, then ah, then it doesn't attest to the fact that I believe that the, the one who lives in me is greater than that, that, that which is in the world. So Joseph took up the challenges with a great faith not changing who he was not allowing bitterness to control him but in humility and submission walking in the path and the fear the path of god and the fear of god so joseph's life wasn't determined by the circumstances of this world the satan didn't have control over his destiny no matter what he was doing to him because his focus was on god by which he became a prime minister from the prison this was impossible so this is God using foolish things to um, glorify himself. And this is God telling us to take up the challenges for our manifestation. The next thing is to believe that victory is assured. So the Bible tells us that the victory is assured and the victory is always. The victory is always. In the book of Proverbs which was our team scripture, the Bible tell, was telling us that 
But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. And the perfect day is what I will call the big victory day. So there's been glory, glory, from glory to glory. There's been victory to victory to victory. It's just like a student who is going to school and this student passes every term or every semester with flying colors you know on but it doesn't stop there his aim is not just to pass every semester but to pass the the very final one so that he can graduate with flying colors and finally attain his goal so this is what it is we don't stop anywhere we don't limit ourselves anywhere the holy spirit does not lack supply for us to sit down that whole oh, this thing has become so heavy so let, let me just relax allow the enemy the devil to have some nice time in my life <laughs> is that what we're saying that who would dare say such a thing but that's what it means when you relax and you lay low and you begin to allow things to overcome you no that is allowing satan to have nice time in your life which shouldn't be you should stand up take charge of your crisis of every challenge that comes your way knowing that victory is what is given to you and don't settle until you take up your victory so the very last one i will go to is attitude attitude to take to put on the right attitude and the right response to matters are great factors in determining our victory no matter what you encounter keep the right attitude because in the place where you are annoyed is definitely sometimes the same place where you will be blessed so it matters a lot how you are responding to matters how what you are putting on you need to put on joy you need to be joyful always because joy is a testimony our joy is a testimony that God is good unto us that we believe that God is in charge in our lives our joy is a testimony the Bible tells us that we overcome the devil by the word of our testimony and by the blood of the lamb and someone is saying by the word of our testimony yes because joy acts as a blockade to hinder the penetration of negativity into your spirit that clogs the flow of the goodness of God onto you okay it hinders the and blockade and blocks the penetration of negativity Joy doesn't take negativity because joy always have a positive response. That's why you shouldn't allow anything to take away your joy because it will take away your relevance. It will take away your effect and your impact. So you don't you don't trade joy for anything. Always be joyful. Be joyful. And joy also helps you to recollect the goodness of God unto you. David tells us in the book of Psalms that the testimony of God counsels him. The testimony of God counsels him. Meaning, the testimony of God admonishes him. 
as he sits and recollects the goodness of God unto him, the victories that he has had, it guides him, it admonishes him, it doesn't allow him to take the wrong path, it instructs him to do the right thing. That is the power of testimonies, and that is the power of joy. When we look at the book of Exodus, chapter 20, when the Lord was about to give them the Ten Commandments, before that he said, I am your Lord your God who brought you out of your out, out of Egypt. Worship no other God as beside me. So anybody will listen to this as just an instruction, but when I read this part of the Bible, I understood that the Lord was trying to encourage the act of thanksgiving for, for the Israelites because he knew it wasn't in them. He wanted them to walk in his righteousness and he knew these are people who have been subjected to pains and they have adopted them attitude of complaints and doubts and all that and he was giving them strength in this word strength in gratefulness strength in thanksgiving strength in remembrance he knew their strength over the commandment he was giving to them was yeah gratefulness For if they will remember every time before any trial, before they go on judging how big their issue is, they will remember the God that brought them out of Egypt and what he did, the signs and wonders. Then they would be counseled, like David was counseled by the testimonies for them to walk in righteousness. But I believe they didn't pay much attention to what he had told them, but to the commandment which they couldn't even fulfill. So most of the times, our mind is on the big picture and what appears to be the smallest of them. is actually what will hold us. Because God had foresaw what was ahead of them. He, were, he had foresaw that they, was, they were going to make idols out of what he took from the Egyptians to give to them for his glory and as a sign of his of his power in their light they turned it into an idol because what they forgot they forgot they forgot so being anxious will make you forget what God can do and it can lead you on the wrong path so I will I've learned to be joyful always and I hope my lessons from this message has helped you as well if you're listening you can comment in the com the chat but what you have also learned from today's message I would love to hear from you I would love to learn from you as well so before we end the, this segment, we will be moving to the self-check segment of Let's Talk Rhapsody. And before that, I would like us to take a short musical break and I'll be right back. God bless you.
thank you for staying with me this is still let's talk rhapsody and my name is pencil rebecca this is the self-check segment of let's talk rhapsody so what do we do in self-check self-check segment is um a place and this point of the show where we get to look into our christian life where we are how we are doing if you're doing things right and for us to um, make us actually what our teachers used to say to us in class you need to sit up <laughs> so that, those things that maybe we've, we've not really paid attention to but really need to pay attention to so what I try to do is to awake our um, our consciousness about it so we we work on it and remain perfect until the perfect day glory be to god i am starting with a, a scripture verse from revelations chapter 3 verse 6 which says he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit says unto the churches hallelujah imagine a man who goes to the seashore whose family has actually been very hungry then happens to see many fishes at the shore then this man tries to gather the fishes wash them then after cleaning some few of the fishes he realizes that the fishes are going to get dirty again because he has no container to carry them. He then removes his shirt and put the fishes in his shirt so he can take them home. He actually didn't want to make take some chances and come back to see that someone else had come for what he was waiting for. So he actually gathers the fishes and on his way there comes a heavy rain a heavy storm that lasted for some few hours he wasn't willing to let his fishes go he held them in his shirts and got drenched in the water when he got home he was seriously ill he gave the fishes to his family but him himself he wasn't able to enjoy any of the things he got he didn't enjoy his blessings the abundance he had he couldn't enjoy because he went to the place of his blessing unprepared now what are we looking at here the, the end of the story the story the question I'm asking myself is what am I doing to make sure that my blessing does not become a curse what am I doing to make sure that when it's time for me to handle what God has called me to do wouldn't be found wanting 
that I'll be able to keep up. You know, as a Christian in these times, as a Christian looking up to the rapture, but what are we doing to make sure that this rapture does not become a curse to any one of us? Why? Because the rapture is judgment unto the world. And that day, if you have not prepared well to meet the Lord, if the capacity He has given us to qualify us to join the first flight gang, is what you lack then you are going to be found here so what was supposed to be a blessing to the Christian the Christian to escape the wrath of the Lord and the judgment of the Lord upon the earth will actually be what will come upon you because what you didn't prepare for it rapture will come the day will come Are you living every day with that expectancy? Are you working on yourself? How are you working? How are you preparing your heart? How are you preparing to serve the Lord? How are you preparing for the house of God? How are you preparing with the gospel? How are you preparing to meet God? The capacity. Do you have it? Are you working towards it? Are you walking in the path he has called you to? When he finds you, can he say he knows you? Is the Lord going to count you among the saints? To the Christian and to the unbeliever, there's a time for you to stand up and make that decision to walk with the Lord and to and to be faithful to your call because when this rapture happens you can't be taking chances imagine there's a pilot in in the plane and he gets raptured there's going to be a, a, a plane crash And you don't know where you find yourself then because nobody knows the time. Nobody knows the time. So you can be in a taxi and the driver gets taken. That's accident. So imagine you die, meaning you just don't have any chance to repent. You just don't have any chance to to wait for the second rapture. You just don't sit there and say, oh, they said there will be a second one. You can't even deal with the kind of things that is coming upon the earth. What if you die in the process of the rapture? Where the rapture is taking place, what if you die in the process? Eternity is not something to be taken for granted. And I feel today God is speaking to all of us to look at the capacity. And this time he's going to release a lot of abundance into his people. What are you filled with? 
when the pressures of the world when what cause others to fall is given unto you to handle are you going to be different yes you are but you need to fill yourself with the word of God you, you need to focus more on God now in everything that you're doing don't just get distracted from your purpose from the one who has sent you there because he can he's the only one who can take you through the process I'm just telling you now what are you doing in every area of your life to make sure that your blessing does not become a curse what are you doing to protect that child God has given unto you what are you doing to protect the people God has handed under your care the people you are called to pray for as you pray what are you doing that that job that money God has given to you does not become a curse you know something happened to the Israelites when God has given them favor in the sight of the people of Egyptian of the Egypt and they have given them their precious jewelries, their gold, their silver. And that was a testimony unto God for his glory. They just gave it to them. And we're hearing a lot of, you know, what he, the, the God made the Israelites give to, give to them. Along the line, sorry, what God made the Egyptians give to the Israelites, he caused them to give to the Israelites. Along the line is what the Israelites turned to worship against the law. They melted the gold, the silver that had been given unto them to make an idol. Something that was meant for God's glory became an idol for them. This time, we are hearing a lot of wealth transfer. God is going to give a lot of wealth transfer to his people. God is going to do a lot of great things to his people. But we need to understand that if we forget the God who has done this for us somewhere along the line, we are not going to be different from this Israelite. If we turn to worship this money, if we turn to worship the, the positions, turn our attention to the material things just because you didn't have it then you're going to miss the purpose but I know we are not a, that kind of generation we are the kind of generation that will keep our eyes fixed on God throughout and I pray that will be our portion unto the perfect day but self-check is for you to sit down and ask yourself some critical questions that you wouldn't do on a normal day just to keep you up do not be afraid. We have the Spirit of God. And under His guidance, we will fulfill everything God has called us to do until the perfect day. So if you're listening to me, don't be judgmental on yourself. Go to the Word. Make some corrections. And by the Spirit, we do it by the Spirit, not by mind, not by power. Keep your mind set on the right things. So if you're listening to me and you have this, we've heard this message. 
but you have not yet given your life to Jesus, I want you to know this is the time for you to give your life to our Lord Jesus Christ because He is calling to you. He wants to make you a part of Him. I'd like you to say this prayer after me and say it with all your heart and know the Lord has heard you and has ushered you into His kingdom of sins. Hallelujah. To say this after me, O Lord Jesus, I thank you for your sacrifice, for your blood poured out for me. I thank you, God, for your son, Jesus Christ. I thank you that he came to die for me. Today, I ask that you forgive me of all my sins. I accept your Lord, your son, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and personal Savior. I am now born again. Jesus for saving my soul. Hallelujah. God bless you. If you just said this prayer, you are now a child of God. Congratulations. And I want you to go straight to the Google Play Store. If you're using the iPod phone, go to the iOS store. Download the Rhapsody of Realities. Um, Rhapsody of Realities app. And download Pastor Chris Digital Library, the PCDL app, from the Google Play Store and the Apple iOS Store, and get yourself a hard copy Bible. Okay, study the word for yourself. Listen to Pastor Chris' teachings. Read your rhapsody. Join a Bible-believing church. Okay, and walk with the Lord in these times. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord cause His face to shine on you. I am so glad to be a part of your journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. I'll come your way same time tomorrow with this show. For now, it's a goodbye and have a great day.